Hello and welcome back to Kidman Talk. This is episode 137. And yes, I'm working from home. You're working from home. We're filming videos. We're going crazy. We need haircuts. But what an exciting era this has been. Yes, it's been difficult. Yes, it's been challenging. Yes, it's been controversial. But it did not catch God by surprise. And so it has been an amazing season of opportunity for the church to learn to get outside the walls and to reach people creatively. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by Concordia Publishers. They've got something really cool that I'm going to tell you about in just a minute. But for now, I just wanted to sit back and relax and get excited about serving God in this new era of ministry. Hi, this is Carl Bastian from Kidology.org, and I'm so honored to get to spend a little bit of time with you. This is going to be a special edition podcast because what I want to do is I want to share with you one of the many volunteer training videos that are available on Kidology. You just go to Kidology.org forward slash volunteer training. And they are videos that you can download and deliver through your own means like ServeHQ or a closed Facebook group or something like that. Or you can actually just send them a link with a password so they can watch it directly on Vimeo. They do not need to have a Kidology membership to benefit from these Kidology training videos. They're all short, succinct, and extremely practical. But before we dive in to the one I want to show you today and why I have chosen this one, I want to make sure you are aware of something really cool that Concordia has put together. They also have had to adapt and modify and rethink how we're ministering to kids during this challenging era. And I know from all over Facebook and my emails and texts, everyone's talking about Vacation Bible School, whether to go online, whether it's canceled, whether it's postponed. But no matter what you end up doing with VBS, there's two things that won't change. Number one, the importance of VBS, the big decisions that kids make because of those significant spiritual memories that happen during these incredible weeks that we pour into kids and we kind of pull out the stops from budget to decorating to volunteers to fun. It is, is that you want to impact them beyond just the VBS. So whether or not you're doing it in your building or online or postponing it until churches reopen, you want the learning to go beyond that. So what they've done is they have put together some boxes that you can send home. They've figured out what you would want to have in those boxes. They've even looked at all the popular VBS themes that are on the market right now, and you can customize your VBS boxes to go with whatever theme it is that you are teaching. So let me encourage you to look at the links below this video and make sure you check out these VBS take-home boxes that can help take your VBS the extra mile, whether or not you're doing it in your church building or online or however, you can distribute these really cool boxes, get kids engaged with the learning, and make the impact that much better. So the video that I want you to watch I chose it because we're going to be back in our building soon. I know it varies by state, but this era will come to an end. And when it does, it is a fresh opportunity to retrain our volunteers, re-equip them, re-challenge them, re-inspire them to what ministry is all about. And if we've learned anything during this era, it is that relationships are so important. Connecting with kids are so important. Making sure that our kids know that they are loved. And so this is a short video. It's eight minutes long and it's basically seven ways to make kids 
feel loved. This is a video that might be a good reminder for you, but it especially would be awesome for all of your volunteers. So check the links, find out how you can send out just that training video to all of your volunteers as a reminder as you get back into regular ministry in the local church. And then also check out kidology.org forward slash volunteer training to see all the different videos and training that's available for your volunteers. And of course, if you haven't yet, you've got to go to kidology.org forward slash COVID-19 for a whole page loaded with the resources that churches have found helpful during this time. And of course, the Kids Church Online, which I've made completely free during this season so that you can give your kids some amazing, fun, quality, biblical content for them to watch at home. And I have just released pastorcarl.com. It is a website all for kids. It hosts Kids Church Online. It hosts Object Talks, Toy Box Tales, all kinds of fun videos for your kids. And you'll want to make sure they know about that as well. And lastly, I would love to hear from you during this season. So what I'm going to do is anyone who emails me and lets me know they watched podcast number 137, I'm going to pick three randomly to mail them a copy of my new book, A Bright Idea. This is an autobiographical business book, spiritual journey book. It's not available in the Kidology store. It's actually only available to donors of Kidology because I've got secrets in here. I don't want to be selling thousands of, the, of these. I want them just to go to people who really want kind of the inside track of how Kidology got started, how it got founded, um, what some amazing stories of things that, have, that God has done that I hope will encourage you to pursue your calling and whatever bright idea that God gives you. And so the three people that drop me an email or a text or however you, you know all the different ways to communicate with me. Let me know you watch this video and you'd like a copy of this book. And, and knowing me, I'll probably send out more than three. So thanks for watching so far. Enjoy this volunteer video on seven ways that we can make kids feel loved. What did Jesus say we should be known by? Is it how fun we are, how creative we are, how smart we are? No, he said we are to be known by our love. Hi, this is Pastor Carl Bastian from Kidology.org, and I want to share with you quickly seven ways to make sure your kids feel loved. Because as they feel loved by you, they will know they are loved by God. You've heard the saying, we're like God with skin on. And so we need our kids to feel the love of God through us as we direct them toward the love of God. So the first one is to notice them. I don't know if you've ever been in a social setting where there were maybe people all around you, but you felt very alone because nobody even noticed you or acknowledged you or talked to you, and you maybe wanted to be anywhere but where you were right then. Well, that can be an experience that our kids have. If they come into our classroom and no one greets them, no one talks to them, they can also feel very alone. So we want to make sure we are intentional about noticing every child. Greet every kid who comes in the room. Drop their names while you're teaching so they know that you know that they are there. In fact, I like to play a game I call the eyeball game. It's a little private game. No one knows I'm playing it, but I'm trying to make eye contact with every child in the room whenever I am leading up front. And sometimes it takes a little effort because they're not always looking at me, and so I have to come back to them. But I want to make sure every child knows that I know that they know that I know that they're there. The next thing is we want to get to know our kids. 
It is so important that we know those that we're trying to minister to. Think about those who you know love you. Well, they know you. They know the good, the bad, and the ugly, and they love you anyway. So we've got to get to know our kids. We need to get to know their names, their narrative, and their needs. First, learn their names. And I know that's hard with tons of kids. That's where name tags can come in handy. But as you learn kids' names and use their names, they begin to feel that they are not just another kid to you, they're extra special. But you want to learn their narrative too. That means learn their story. Why are they here? Do they have brothers and sisters and pets and, and what's going on in their life? Find out what their interests and their hobbies are. And as you acknowledge those and comment on those and, and talk about those things, they become unique to you and they know that you see them differently than everybody else. But get to know their needs as well. Find out how you can pray for them. There might be things going on in their life or at school or struggles. And the more you get to know someone and the more they, they understand that you love them, they will begin to share those needs with you. The next one is to celebrate them. We are the champion of the kids. And you cannot do this too much. As kids come in the room, don't just greet them, celebrate them, give them high fives. I tussle their hair. I announce to everyone in the room who has just joined us. Even when kids slip in late, it's okay to say, you made it. I'm so glad you made it today. Celebrate the kids. Nobody uh, enjoys more being celebrated than children. Next, and this is a key one, is to play with them. Maybe you've heard the old saying, uh, the family that prays together stays together. Well, it's also true, the class that plays together stays together. As we play with kids, and I don't just mean in organized games that are part of your lesson, but just being playful with kids, even in the hallways and in the, in the lobby after church. As you play with kids, they know there's a relationship there, that you enjoy them and you want to have fun with them, and that endears them to you. Next encourage them. Now, encourage is a word, as grown-ups, we throw around a lot. And we think of it as, you know, a nice little note. But the word encourage literally means to give courage. And that that is something that we have so much power in. You know, one of the greatest influences in determining whether a, children, a child stays true to the Christian faith is that an adult other than their parents shows an interest in their spiritual development. So we need to encourage our kids. They need to hear things from us like, you can do it, you're amazing, that's awesome. I bet you'd be great at that someday as they share their dreams and ambitions with you. Our job is when those kids leave, they are more excited about who they are and how God made them and the potential they have in a life lived for God than they had when they first came in. Encourage your kids and be intentional about it. But that leads me to the next one, which is to teach them. And you're like, I know, that, that's my job. But you know, when you really teach, you don't just tell a story, you don't just go through the motions, but you really teach kids new things and creative things, and you put that extra effort into it to do a really good job with costumes and props and illustrations and, and things like that. It endears the kids to you because they see that extra effort. If you're just standing there with a the leader's guide and reading the bowl and hoping they say what's in italics, they know you're just giving minimal effort. But when you teach them creatively and effectively and with passion, it endears them to you. Just think of those who teach you effectively and how much you appreciate that and how much your respect for them goes up. And the last one is to pray for them. Now, I know that we often pray in our prayer closet, you know, at home, not in front of the kids. 
but we can let them know we're praying for them by asking for prayer requests and then importantly following up on that prayer request later, asking them how is the dog or how is grandma or how is that situation because when we follow up and ask, it shows that we weren't just going through spiritual motions by asking, but that we actually prayed and we actually care about the outcome. I mean, imagine a child sharing um, something that's heavy on their heart and and they ask us to pray and we never even ask about it. Like, did grandma die? I mean, did the pet survive the surgery? You know, did they pass the test at school? If we don't ask, it communicates that we don't care. But you can also let kids know how much you love them by the prayers you pray in their presence. I will always remember Margaret Bramble, who we called Muggsy, was my sixth grade teacher. And I knew she loved me because she prayed for me and for every student in the class so passionately that I sometimes would peek because I half, half expected Jesus to be in the room. She talked to him with such power and familiarity and with conviction and with such love that I, I wanted to get a glimpse of it during the prayers. And I knew of all the teachers in my life at that time, Muggsy loved me and Muggsy wanted what was best for me. So make your kids feel love. Notice them. Get to know them. Celebrate them. Play with them. Encourage them. Teach them well and pray for them. And as you do this, your relationship with them will grow and through that, their relationship with God will grow as well. So pick one of these that you know you can work on. And this next Sunday or whenever you're with kids, make sure you make that extra effort because you will make a difference in the life of your students. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed that presentation. Remember, it's a video that you can send out to your volunteers to re-equip, re-challenge, and re-inspire them as you get back into local church ministry, as well as be sure to check out all the other videos available on Kidology to help equip and encourage you and your volunteers. And remember, I'll be looking for some emails or texts or communication from you, and I'll even mail you the book right side up. But thanks again for watching Kidman Talk. Number 137, this is Carl from Kidology.org, and I hope you have a great day serving the Lord. <music>